This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, This week I have been out and about. It was the pretty grey weekend but that didn't stop me heading outside and heading to Stoke and I've been there finding out what Greening Church Street is all about. I'm Anne Kinnaird. Uh, I work with Letting in the Light um, and in the Art Stop Stoke uh, just on Church Street and today I'm working with um, uh, on this project with Rachel Ballard uh, who's one of the artists who also works in um, the art stop and uh, we're, uh, we applied to Kew Gardens Grow Wild project for a grant um, to um, bring splashes of colour of um, British native wildflowers which I always can never quite say for some reason um, to um, put splashes of colour around the centre of Stoke Town um, the, our project's called Greening Church Street, but it's kind of extending out to Greening the Market and Greening Bath Street and Greening London Road and sort of all around that this area. Um, and today's our almost our launch event, and uh, we ha- are creating a vertical green wall on the uh, green garden on the side of the market, and the market have um, sponsored us a little bit as well to help with that. And we're currently recycling milk cartons, plastic milk cartons, um, into containers and planting uh, native British wildflowers in them and uh, cable tying them onto a grid on the on the wall. So if you come down to Stoke Market in a few weeks' time, it should be a nice, lovely green wall with some flowers in there as well. So, so lots going on. How does gardening as such relate to art then so we've um, well for a start Rachel is both a gardener and an artist so that was very that was kind of very influential in and and last year in Festival Stoke um, Rachel as one of the projects Rachel created a garden a little garden outside um, the art stop and, and I suppose because we're artists in there we wanted to be a little bit different about it so it's um, it, um, we plant uh, Rachel planted into uh, a filing cabinet with the drawers pulled out and painted and we grew all edible plants in that so there was courgettes and tomatoes and herbs and sunflowers and marigolds and all nasturtiums and all sorts of things that you could eat so if anybody picked them they were safe to eat and we had a little lawn and the filing cabinet and some uh, made some planters and it created uh, quite a interest in the in the in the town people really liked it and sort of would come and ask us about it and people brought us plants and that's really what inspired us to go to the um, Kew Gardens Grow Wild for the funding and we were successful and uh, we've managed to get a bit of match funding as well so we're extending the project out and we're going to be running lots of uh, workshops that the community can get involved in which is about um, planting up 
So we're creating a whole series of planters and hanging baskets, but they're made from recycled containers. So we're using a bath outside the car wash at the bottom of Bath Street. <laughs> I love it. And we're planting up um, tyres and uh, we're looking, uh, we've put out a call for things like colanders, anything that can be made into a hanging basket, so maybe a colanders and sieves, um, uh, metal teapots or pans, um, all sorts of different containers that you could use as a, a hanging basket, but also um, bigger things that we can use um, to plant up on the street. And a lot of the businesses are really quite excited and they've... Um, Either they're going to have a hanging basket or some of them are having um, containers outside with uh, planters. And we're hoping to kind of... Uh, the art stops are going to have lots of workshops going on and we're also going to be giving people information and um, having seed available that they can take and people can actually perhaps bring their own sieve and make their own to take home and plant themselves. So at the moment we've got milk bottles, the plastic milk bottles, and plastic bottles in particular, they're getting a bit of a bad rep at the moment, aren't they, the plastic waste. Do you hope that people might be inspired to, if they see them along the side of the wall, to maybe go home and, and have a go themselves? De definitely, and it's been quite interesting today because uh, I know one guy came up and said, oh, I'm all, um, oh, I can't believe you're doing this. I've just been planting radishes and um, lettuces in them in his in his garden on his in his yard and uh, we've had other people coming and asking about it and wanting to do it in their backyards I kind of have this vision of um, Stoke backyards becoming these lovely green walls rather than rather desolate places so making them nice for people yeah so the idea is that people can take those ideas the ideas we're having here but and also the kind of the art thing I suppose comes in when you look at the containers and how you upcycle them or how you decorate them and you make them your own and make them personal yeah so we've got lots of ideas showing people that you don't need a big garden you can do you can grow something in a yard as long as you've got something you can put some soil in and a plant in you're you're gardening um and i think as well artists look at spaces differently than other people sometimes and it, it's using that space in a different way so we're using a wall with milk bottles to grow things i mean it's a bit crazy but it will work and, and it'll look good so it's knowing what you want to achieve and then finding something to do it you don't need to spend a ton of money on it it's something that can be done cheaply and quite quickly so that's, that's part of the part of the project so in a few months time Rachel what do you want to be seeing happening in a few months time um, in the sites that we've got in Stoke that we've earmarked already um, we will be seeing meadow flowers coming up. So in Bath Street, there'll be um, lots of cornflowers, poppies, marigolds, daisies, all in flower. Um, plants coming up in, in different parts of, of Stoke Town Centre. And also people you know, being encouraged to take uh, planting ideas home and, and doing them in their own gardens and their own yards. Uh, we hope to see uh, an increase in pride in the area and an increase in biodiversity so we're getting insects in um, lovely bees we've got somebody from um, Richmond Street apiaries here today from the allotments and it's just last year when we had the small garden we did notice suddenly that we were getting the insect life in and it, it was like it's a joy to see it's a joy to see and I guess it also helps people's mental health as well yeah um being outside helps people's mental health whatever the weather although today's a little 
little on the cold side um, but it, it does if you can see small brightly coloured flowers it does increase your positive outlook on life um, it's been well documented the gardening and being outside has an impact on mental health and well-being and I think in this city we do need to look at that as well so hopefully this will help with with that aspect as well um in stoke in stoke town it's got perhaps not the best reputation for being a very attractive um area because a lot of the shops have closed down and people find it it's uh, maybe a bit down on its look at the moment but we found uh, um that people were really inspired by the the garden and really liked it and therefore i think the more we can do and bring that sense it just gives people a more positive feeling about the place holding head high yeah and also they when we put the garden out last year um the some of the local shopkeepers not because they were negative were just like well it, it'll just get um broken up it'll get it won't last they'll pull all the plants up now that that garden was there for five months and the only th- once somebody fell on the there was a little picket fence and once somebody fell on that and um, that had to be repaired and one time i picked a beer can out of it so that's not bad I think I think people respected it because we did something for them and that they could um, enjoy. Yeah. I'm Sue Horrell of Ladybird Eco Art Caravan. I use a vintage caravan to go to events and festivals, and I put on um, eco-themed art activities for children to basically get people involved with uh, planting or looking after their own uh, neighbourhoods. What type of things do we do? I can see some um, ink here. Yep. So this activity is a nice simple one. I've got some seed-saving envelopes, uh, the kind of thing you used to get school dinner money in. Um, And uh, I'm encouraging children to print flowers and things on them. And then they can take home a pinch of wildflower seeds and have a go at growing that at home. How important is it to get children thinking about not just art but but the environment as well i think it's lovely to get children involved in growing things because then they grow up with a respect for their neighborhood and they'll look after the plants that maybe the council have put in it looks lovely for other people too and increasingly we're finding there are health benefits in gardening i mean just handling soil is good for good for you literally good for you so it's quite exciting to get children catch them while they're young and then hopefully they'll they'll have these skills for life and have a go you know throughout their life to plant things lots of red and black dots it's the ladybird theme why did you choose that um basically i found an old caravan on ebay and i needed a color scheme for it now the, the caravan's quite interesting in that it folds up and when it's folded down into a sort of box trailer shape it resembles a ladybird Um, so I ended up painting it red putting black spots on it and then the whole colour theme came from that I had lots of fun buying fabric and making bunting and things to just give it a ladybird makeover Do you get a lot of attention when when you're out at these things because you've got plants coming out of old furniture, you've got chest of drawers with plants coming out, washing machine that's got plants coming out of it people must come over and be a bit curious yeah it, it always raises a smile and I, I like my artwork to raise a smile um, 
people I can identify very easily with household objects like a washing machine or an old set of drawers or an old standard lamp. It's things maybe they've chucked out. And when they see what I've done with them and planted them up, I know people go home with some ideas and it gives them maybe the confidence to try something like this at home themselves or just look at their old junk in a, in a different way. And the crossover between gardening and art, is that, is, how does that work for you? Oh, for me, um, oh, well, I, I see flowers in the same way I, I see paints um, or coloured tiles or any other. It's a, it's a growing material to make art with and you can team colours together in the same way you would um, paint or, or crayons or something like that. So, yeah. And it's the time of year. It might be a little bit grey right now, but it is a time of year that everyone starts looking into their gardens if they've got a garden and thinking, oh, heck, I need to do some work on this, don't I? What would your recommendations be for people? Oh, just get out there. Go and impulse buy some seeds from a supermarket or, you know, a a cheap shop and have a go. Um, Most flowers don't need the molly coddling that people think they do. And it's so fun and it's so satisfying when the seeds start growing. Start with sunflowers, something simple that everybody likes. So the project will be carrying on for a few months yet and I'm really excited to see how the flowers blossom and grow and what the town looks like in the next few weeks and months. Don't forget you can get in touch with me on the podcast. The best way to do that is via social media. So Facebook, it is CQH. No, that's not. That's the Twitter handle. Facebook is Cultural Quarter of an Hour Podcast and Twitter is at CQH Pod. And obviously there is the website as well, cqhpod.co.uk. And every week on a Wednesday, you'll get your podcast. So subscribe.